right, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you, and we talk about better pain management. We talk about rehab after surgery. We talk about improved mobility. And we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. Christine, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Why, thank you very much for asking. However, before we get going in our conversation, I just need to put a plug in for Core Physical Therapy. Will you let me do that? Absolutely. All right, listeners, go out to coreofphysicaltherapy.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, I, I just want to just encourage you to go out to uh, coreofphysicaltherapy.com. You will not be disappointed. Great website, great information. And I guarantee you, you could probably find Christine out there. All right. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a great <laughs> conversation offline, listeners, so... We're, we're, we're all ready and fired up with a great conversation, and we're going to be talking about, well, falls, which as a guy that's getting ready to turn 60, this is just, I'm going to be hypersensitive. I'm going to remove all my dogs. How's that? No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For the listeners, give us a little background, uh, Christine, on uh, why you're such an incredible professional. Ah, thank you. Sure. Um, so I have my doctorate in physical therapy. I have been practicing for uh, eight years now, almost eight years. I obtained my doctorate from Utica College in upstate New York. And six months after graduation, I relocated to Florida. I am currently in the Miami area. And there are a lot of aspects of physical therapy that I'm interested in. One being balance, fall risk, um, patients with any type of vestibular issues, um, I do have a specialization in vestibular certification as well. So I'm excited to be here today to provide some education on risk for falls and answer any questions that you may have. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And, 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 and of course, I come from the perspective of not knowing, which is quite, I feel comfortable in not knowing. However, <laughs> uh, both my parents, and I think we spoke briefly of it, when uh, they did fall, uh, then for... For, for lack of, they, they passed away soon after they broke their hips mm. and it just happens. And, it, and, it, you know, and at that time I would just say, wow, that's sort of odd. You fell and now we're going to a funeral. What, what, why? So let's, let's just sort of, who's at risk. Give us a little stat out there. And I, and I see one in four Americans at the age of 65 plus are falling. Yes. Give it's us. true. Um, Yes, absolutely. So as we age, um, we do have an increased risk for falls. Uh, it definitely increases for those 65 years or older. And research actually shows that 25% of adults between the ages of 50 and 80 have had at least one fall. And that can come from different types of things, loss of balance, they might slip, they might trip over something. Or doing stupid things like trying to clean a gutter, and then all of a sudden the ladder's leg starts sinking into the mud because the Louisiana is constantly hitting hit with rain, and yes. then you fall from there. But fortunately Absolutely. for me, I had the gutter to sort of help break that fall a little bit better. And look at me, oh, I'm no. here to tell the tale. 
That's good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully no injuries. Now, why, why is it, what, what is taking place within that? Uh, why are we so apt when we're younger and we're able to be more agile? And then as we start to gain, uh, you know, get older, what, what's, what's taking place here? So we have three main systems that contribute to our balance. We have our vestibular system, which is the inner ear. Um, we have our visual system, which a lot of us rely heavily on vision for our balance. And mm. then we have our proprioceptive system. And that's kind of our muscles knowledge of where we are in space. So all of these three systems contribute to our ability to maintain balance and as we age, just like a normal joint would, those systems tend to deteriorate. So our inner ear vestibular system deteriorates. Um, people are more likely to feel off balance, decreased equilibrium. Sometimes they complain of dizziness. Our vision decreases. So things might be blurry. They might not be as crisp. Um, and then the proprioception, so our muscles, knowledge of where we are in space and muscle strength in general also decreases as we age. It doesn't sound like, you know, it's a foregone conclusion where, because my, let's say my, my, my balance with ear and, and vision and, and all the, the muscle components, there's ways of being able to address each one, isn't there? Absolutely. There okay, is. Let's, yes. let's talk about how we can work on the ear side. Sure. So with the kind of inner ear, a lot of it is going to be compensatory movements or habituation. So that's basically our body learning how to adapt to these changes that are going on. Some of it might just be patient education, if they feel themselves being off balance, instead of just continuing to go on with what they're doing, take a step back, reset themselves, make sure they're steady before they go on. Some of it is going to be challenging patients. So putting them into those type of situations where they feel off balance, where it might bring on the dizziness. We put them into those types of positions, those types of situations, because doing so continually and challenging that system will actually make that system adapt and become oh. stronger. See, that's pretty interesting. I, I didn't, I didn't think of that. That's why I like going to amusement parks and riding roller coasters. Uh, that's, that's my exercise for my inner ear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it makes sense. It yeah. does. It makes sense. Now, Talk about the visual side of this. What, what can we do from a visual side? So a lot of it is, again, as we age, our vision isn't as crisp. We might not see things on the ground that we would have seen before. Um, so for instance, in our house, there might be a lot of clutter. We might not see or notice that we're going from a hardwood floor to a rug. The furniture might be close together. There might be cords in the way. All of these things are putting us at an increased risk for fall. So we want to make sure that we have an open environment. It's brightly lit. So uh, we see better versus in the dark. We're not going to see as well. So that makes sense. And of course, at, and then let's, let's just go. Let's just, let's just, just finalize the trifecta here, the muscle. What, and, and, 
I would imagine there are great exercises yes. that we could do as a result of that to improve our balance and all of that. Is that correct? Absolutely. All right. And the muscle. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say a lot of it again, as we age, we become weaker. So we want to both strengthen yeah. the muscle and then two, again, same as the vestibular system, we want to challenge those muscles. So if patients yeah. are unsteady on an even surface, we want to work on that. And then we want to progress to an uneven surface. So when they, again, go from something like a hardwood to a rug or concrete to grass, they don't lose their balance and they have better ability to stabilize themselves. It would seem to me, uh, Christine, that, that it's sort of over a period of time, right? If we're, you know, fit, I just don't see the need or I, I don't feel different, right? I, I'm still pretty spry, but I would imagine that there is a degradation. When do you think we should begin looking at this and, and, and actively trying to help mitigate some of these problems in the future? So I definitely think uh, screening for anyone over the ages of 65. Um, but at the same time, we also want to prevent things, right? So I don't think there's really any age that is too early to begin strengthening, making sure that we're keeping our muscles strong, yeah. um, making sure that while we're doing exercises, a lot of people will go to the gym, which is great. You're doing that on an even surface, but throw in some uneven surfaces as well. It's never too early to start, but I absolutely recommend for anyone over the age of 65 to get a screening done to see if you are at risk because some people don't realize that they are at risk for falls. So if I go to core, uh, corephysicaltherapy.com and I said, hey, I, I, I would like this screening, we can start there and then core would say, yeah, come on over and we'll, we're going to take you through a battery of whatever and, and determine yes. where you're at on whatever scale, right? Yep. Yep. There's a place on the website that you can click free screen and it's nice. Now with technology, we can actually either do the free screen in person or virtually. And there's a bunch of different questions that the person would be asked. And then there's also tests that we as clinicians go through. There's three different tests uh, that we administer and there's different scores and different ratings on the test to let us know if a person is at no risk, mild risk, moderate, and et cetera. So I take the screening and then, then what I'm, uh, uh, then what do you do? You, do you create a, uh, a strategy to help me live a better life? Yes. So it's, if you are in fact at risk for falls, then we would recommend our fall prevention program um, coming in for physical therapy. And we would look at the specifics for you. So if you have weakness in certain areas in your legs, if you have difficulty getting out of a chair, um, going up and down a curb, if you are challenged when your feet are close together versus far apart, we're going to focus on those specific activities of whatever we find in our tests and curtail that program to your specific needs. Uh, uh, a question. Would, yeah. if, if I live in Louisiana and I know that there's, I don't know if there are any Cora clinics I'm looking at the website, but let's say there's no Cora clinic 
and I take this free screening and we do it online, are we good? Are we, are we going to be able to have a conversation? You don't have any firewalls that said, no, no, Scott, well, in Louisiana, we can't do it. You, it you depends. Too much. <laughs> um, so for us to treat you, we have to be licensed in the state that you're in. Uh, so we don't necessarily have to be in that state with you, but the person treating you does need a license for that state. Yeah, shut the front. So I'm, I'm out there on corephysicaltherapy.com. And you're absolutely right. It's a big blue button at the top of the menu bar. And I just did schedule your free screening. And it it uh, walks in me through that. But I'm going to have to lie on my my birth date. How's that? No, <laughs> don't worry about that. And then you just it, and then you just get it rolling, and somebody will contact you. That's pretty good. And then you schedule your appointment. Very, very, very cool. Now, this is all interesting because I, for for many, I, I the the conversation around falls and, and, and prevention of that, I think is becoming more and more uh, out there and, and, and conversations are happening, but it seems like there's a learning curve that has taken place, right? It's like, yeah, you can prevent a lot of problems going forward. If, if you do these three things, right, do this, mm-hmm. do this and do this. Um, do you find people are beginning to sort of say, yeah, I, I hear you, or is it still sort of a, I don't like to fall. I don't want to have the conversation, eh, that type of thing. What do you, what's your take on that? Um, I definitely think we still run into both cases, but we are trying to educate the community more on a risk for falls yeah. because a lot of people don't realize that there's anything that you can do for it. Yeah. And there is, there's a lot you can do to prevent it. And like you said, unfortunately, once you fall, there that increases the chance for the mortality rate and yeah. we want to we want to avoid that um, and see and, and, and I, i'm sorry for interrupting real quick but, no, but core has been a big big proponent of just moving right to, to just yes. move and then and if you if you throw in a fall and you get injured and you, you know your back is sore whatever it might be you you inhibit your ability to move and which is not good either right no, not at all. I always say movement is medicine. See, there you go. Movement <laughs> is medicine. Yeah. All right, listeners, put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> now, if I go in there and I say, "Hey, I want to scream," if it, I'm, I'm 65, what what am I what am I going to be what am I going to be exposed to? Can you give us a little sort of background into that? Sure. So we go through kind of just general 10 to 15 minutes. There are some questions that you will be asked. So, for example, if you were walking on icy sidewalks, how confident are you? If you were stepping onto an escalator without holding on, how confident are you? And it's a scale of zero to 10. So there's a few of those questions. So we get the feedback from the person themselves, whether or not they feel confident with these activities or not confident, which indicates to us on the scale whether or not there's an increased fall risk. And then we take a look at muscle strength and range of motion. So the flexibility of the muscles, the strength of the muscles, and then we take a look at the balance. So like I said, there's some different tests that we do. Um, One is how quickly you stand up from a chair, walk 10 feet as quickly and safely as you can, walk back and sit down. 
And then there's normative measures for different ages to tell us whether your time to do that puts you at an increased risk for fall. Um, And then there's a few other things we look at, feet together, standing on one leg, and your ability to do those activities and your ability to maintain your balance with those. See, it does sound like something too difficult. I mean, meaning it's like, hey, if you can draw a picture of where that individual resides on whatever scale, it doesn't seem too difficult. I mean, those are pretty straightforward. I'd have to just sort of be honest here. I, I don't like icy surfaces. No, I don't think I do either. <laughs> <laughs> As you live in Miami, it doesn't happen often down there. You don't know what it's like. I, I was doing a project up in... Uh, Columbus, Ohio, and I'm originally from California. We don't have ice there okay. to where I will yeah. grow up, right? But then I got exposed to it, and then all of a sudden, you're just sort of hypersensitive to anything on that sidewalk. It's like, that's that's like, guys, I, I got to watch out for that. You're <laughs> just like yep. just off the charts because I fell. Uh-huh. But I'm okay. I'm here to, again to, and live to tell about it. That's I'm a, that's I'm, I'm a survivor. <laughs> God. All right. So again, we, we spoke about that. So I I would highly recommend, and it seems, I mean, come on people. It seems really easy to get that screening, have that conversation, get a plan of attack and, and, you know, get to a situation where we at least have greater confidence that we can sort of, I mean, have a better balance, right? Is that really what it is? It's like, you get it balance, muscle, all of that stuff. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Now, you are absolutely spectacular. So if I wanted to get a hold of Christine, how would I do that? Uh, so me in particular, you can. Yeah, because either. let's say, let's say you touch a special spot that I wanted to understand more about, you know, how I can be stronger and prevent. Sure. I want to call it Christine. Okay. Um, either phone or email. So for my email, it is C Williams, the number four at CoraHealth.com. <laughs> barely there are three other C Williams at Cora. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Have to have the common last name. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, or you can reach uh, my home clinic at 305 480146. All right. You are absolutely spectacular. I love the conversation. I think it's really, really important to be able to uh, provide this service. I, I just do. And maybe it's because I'm venturing into the big six zero, but um, if, if I maintain my strength, if I have great balance or good balance or better balance, whatever you want to call it, and, and I do the exercises that are necessary, I, I can prevent a lot of things and I can keep moving and and movement is medicine. Absolutely. I wrote it down <laughs> on my notes. I don't remember I like those it. things. Because <laughs> I'm old now. <laughs> All right, listeners. You keep the mind going too. <laughs> I do. I do. I do like that. I, I, I agree with you 100% on that one. All right, listeners, we um, you got her contact information, C. Williams 4. You got her uh, phone, that's 305-448-0146. If you can't remember any of that, go out to corephysicaltherapy.com. Take that exam. That is important because that is pretty doggone good. And and there's no pass or fail on this thing. There's questions. You just 
question. All right, Christine, yep. thank you very much for, for what you do. And thank you for being on In Your Corner with Gore Physical Therapy. Thank you for having me. All right, listeners, thank you very much for joining. You know, we're going to have another great conversation right around the corner. So stay tuned.